Welcome to this episode of The Trillist. On today's episode, we are discussing being a student athlete at a D1 university. So today we have three amazing, powerful, strong athletes. Um, could you guys go around and introduce yourself? Um, I'm Maggie. I'm a rower, and um, my position, I guess, is starboard. Um, that means I'm on like, the right side of the boat. There's not like positions really so you're either porter starboard so yeah um <laughs> okay uh i'm tyler i play uh wide receiver on the football team um i'm a junior from austin texas and I actually i just uh, i've talked to my coaches and decided that this year i'm gonna be running track as well so i'll be doing that in the spring uh what i'll be doing i'm not sure yet um you know we'll figure that out when the time comes but uh yeah so f- football and track awesome and uh, my name's Eric Ekstrom. I'm a sophomore from New York. Um, I was on the men's soccer team last year. Uh, I played goalkeeper. Awesome. So what age did you start doing or playing your sport? Um, so rowing, you start pretty late in life. So I started when I was a freshman in high school, actually. So I played soccer up until um, I was, like, 13, like, my whole life. What position? I was goalie. Uh. Um and there, I was just, like, in high school one day, and they are like, you're 5'11", you should come move some boats. So <laughs> <laughs> here I am. It's just a great way. Like, had a lot of amazing opportunities to, like, I don't think I'd ever be here without rowing. So that's it was a great opportunity. So I had to start kind of late, though. <laughs> yeah, I started playing football real, real young. Um, you know, you, you can throw the ball in the backyard when you're with, you know, with your mom or dad whenever you're, you know, two years old. But... Um, yeah, I started real young. I uh, actually, I thought I was going to be a basketball player. Um, and I'd say, uh, maybe, uh, the opposite of, of her. I was, uh, I came out and they're like, you are too short. You need to get out of here. <laughs> and so I went on, you know, I played, uh, you know, football, ran track, um, sports that don't require you to be very tall. So that's how that worked out. Right. Yeah. So for me, probably like, uh, <laughs> Most people listening to this podcast, I started playing soccer at a really young age, probably like three or four, uh, just like super informal, kicking the ball around, learning how to be part of a team. And uh, it's funny, like at that age and, and even up through high school um, to the early parts of high school, no one really wants to be the goalie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was interesting, like figuring out um, that I had a passion for that, so like We'd just be traveling to different places, and uh, we'd alternate the role of goalkeeper like each game. And uh, one time when I was probably in around seventh grade, uh, we played in an indoor tournament, and I played goalie uh, against my will and really enjoyed it. And then uh, each game thereafter, I just asked to asked to play goalie, and that's how uh, that's how that love was was born. Awesome. I used to play soccer too, and basketball. And I'm also I'm pretty short, like. Tyler's not – you're, like, what, six, one, or close to there? If, if, I'm, if, like, if five. If the girls ask, I'm six, two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just playing. No, I'm, like, yeah, I'm, right. like, six foot, six, one. Yeah, and I'm, like, five feet. My friends like to say I'm, like, even four something. And I was, like, stop disrespecting me. Um, but soccer, I was, like, outside mid, and that was fun. And, yeah, Enough about that. I'm not athletic. Like, these people are beasts. So when did you know that you wanted to be a college athlete? Um, I think for me, like, I've just done sports my entire life. Like, my parents had a rule, like, you have to do two sports, like, 
um, every year, like, unless, like, just for year-round. So, like, just being an athlete for me has always been something, like, that I am. Just, it's, like, yeah, who I am. So it's really helped me with my work ethic. So um, I just thought, like, college is a hard time, and I need something, like, constant in my life. Like, if my family's going to be gone, I should have sports to, like, guide me in a way. So I just, it's always kind of been a thing. Like, I was going to play sports um, in college, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of sort of the same with me. I knew from an early age, I think, that I wanted to play, um, you know, football or run track or do something. Um, it was just sort of ingrained in me. Um, you know, I, a bunch of my friends, my older friends were growing up, you know, playing sports and going to college and doing that. And then you watch football on TV and it's like you want to do that. You know, you want to score touchdowns in front of, you know, 20,000 people, 30,000 people. Um, and so that's sort of, I don't know, resonated in me the uh, entire time. I don't know, I guess since I've been at Young Kids, the entire time I played football. Yeah, I mean, for me, nothing too much to add there. Just there's really nothing like being part of a team, you know what I mean? And going through uh, the, the struggles of fitness and losing games together, um, you know, experiencing the highs of winning games together. There's nothing like that in terms of, like, uh, a bonding experience as well as discovering who you are. And so I really wanted that to, to continue uh, past high school and uh, pursue it in college. Awesome. What are the benefits of being a D1 athlete? Um, I think, I don't know, D1 athlete necessarily. I Just because at the school, it's not like, the, you don't get the same benefits, like, because the Ivy League has so many restrictions. So I don't think necessarily D1 is like, other than the intensity, has any real benefit here. But um, I just think the benefit of having a team is just, the structure in your life and like I really value that like having to do my homework like and be in bed by before 12 like I can't stay up until like 4 a.m. like some people so like I just really value that structure for like that's so I think that's a huge benefit of just like being like a serious athlete like just forcing yourself to take care of yourself and take care of your schoolwork because like it's not for you really it's for your team would you say because it's for your team it gives you like a higher purpose in a sense well it's like I can't just like Oh, like, I'll, like, finish my paper at four in the morning and then go to practice and be useless, you know? So I'm, like, no, I, like, need to, like, be, like, at my A-game at practice. So, like, I have to, like, be on top of my stuff and, like, because, yeah, it's for my team. Like, I can't let them down when I'm at practice, like, because I, like, I didn't, like, prioritize, like, my grades, you know? Yes, I'd say similar to her. I, I really value um, being on a team in college. You know, I met um, some of my closest friends. You know, I've been uh, I've made in these past you know two two and a half years now, um, and I think ha- having that structure, having that uh, I don't know that like knowing that people are depending on you to you know get 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 stuff done in school on the field, um, you know, just in life, it, it really it pushes you to you know, want to do better, you know, you can't stay up all night playing video games or, you know, t- you know, stay up on the phone with people. You've got to get your work done. You've got to get your sleep. Uh, you got to be ready to, you know, uh, perform in the classroom and on the field. And so I think that's a big thing was just that it's, it's like a, it's sort of like a, like a family, um, sort of like, like, like a family in a sense. And so that, that was like, that's something that I really enjoyed about, uh, about college, D1, D1 college sports. Yeah. Um, not so much, like Maggie said, from the from the D one perspective, um, but but like each of them said, the the structure is really important, as well as you know I think it's a really big social benefit uh, being part of a team, especially um, freshman year when you're when you're trying to meet people and, and aren't too established yet, you know, um, 
being part of a team, no matter what team you're on or men's or women's, um, you know, that's an immediate connection you have with any other athlete. And so, you know, there are countless people I've met on campus and who I would consider to be pretty close friends who I'm certain I would not um, have those types of relationships with had I not uh, been part of a team just because we wouldn't have been in those same circles, um, wouldn't really have had the impetus to, to go up to one another and, uh, and start talking. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big part of it as well. It can't be overlooked. And it's awesome because here at Penn, all the athletes have, like, jackets and, like, backpacks so you can, <laughs> like, tell who's an athlete, and that's pretty cool. And I guess, like, great for you guys to, like, spot one another. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So would you say, like, there's unity, like, between different sports and so on? Are there, like, events that foster, like... I think, like, honestly, a big bonding thing for me was like study hall so like freshman year you had to do study hall eight hours a week and like it was just like a kind of cool opportunity to just see like who all the freshman athletes were in like one setting so that was just kind of like I think a kickoff for like seeing your class like seeing who the athletes are but um I don't know any other settings that are like all athletes are brought together I'd say for me one thing that um brings athletes together, bring, brings us as athletes together. I know at times I'll be walking down to the football field um, in the spring specifically. We'll have like morning runs and, you know, spring ball. And that starts at usually, you know, 6 or six a.m. or 6.30. And so I'm walking down there and I'll see other athletes, you know, like no one else is, is awake walking down the street toward, you know, down, down campus at 6 a.m. And so I'm just like, I'm half awake and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I know you're about to go work. You know, we're all tired. Let's, you know, let's go do this. Let's go work. Um, I think that's that's something that sort of brings us together. Just that real good lack of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, last year the soccer team, and I think there are several teams uh, that participated in it. Maybe women's lacrosse, um, field hockey, baseball, wrestling. There are a few teams that piloted. I think it was called the Wharton. It was like the Freshman Wharton Leadership Academy. Um, and uh, so we had that once or twice every month, and that was just something, like, we'd learn um, about leadership and uh, about teamwork in that, and that was just something, again, that brought us brought us together across teams. Awesome. So we spoke about all the benefits of being an athlete. Um, what are some of the, like, could each of you go around with, like, a challenge in a way? And it could be... Not necessarily, like, the institution, but, like, again, the lack of sleep or time management, so on. I think for me, honestly, um, one like, one thing that gets overlooked is, like, when I have, like, we have 6 a.m. or, like, 7 a.m. practice, I guess. And, like, it's a three-hour practice. Um, and, like, when you're at practice, it's not just, like, the physically demanding stuff. It's, like, very, like, at least for us, like, mentally demanding. Like, my coach will, like, will throw in, like, random times where he's, like, okay, count back from seven, or count back from a thousand by sevens, like, going, like, around. So, like, you have to be, wow. like, thinking. So, yeah. like, it's just having, like, three hours of, like, not even, not just, like, physical stress, but, like, you're, like, have to be, like, on, like, having that right before going to class. I think that it's just, like, a different, like, uh, I don't even know, atmosphere, like, for people, because, like, other people are, like, waking up after, like, a night of partying and going to class, and, like, I've been up for, like three hours like like nervous like because I can't back count back from seven <laughs> and like it's yeah so that's kind of a random like part that just like 
the mental aspect is kind of like wearing a lot like right before you go to class in the morning for me yeah that's stressing me out right now just thinking <laughs> just yeah. thinking about that yeah. yeah it's like i couldn't do that's it that's funny we, we did that we did that um this it was, it was fall camp right before school started we did that as a team you know we we're all in, in this auditorium and you start at the front and go, you're going from you know right to left oh. all the way up and then this kid right next to me, he was like, he's stressing out because he he's kind of figure out he's trying to figure out what his number is, and so I was like, I was like four hundred seventy four. I just fed him the I fed him the wrong number. Oh, because <laughs> oh, <no>. I th- <laughs> I thought it was gonna be funny, but um, anyways, anyways. That's, <laughs> yes, Wait, so uh, when you fed him the wrong number and he said it, did you guys have to start over again? Or no, 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 no. Oh, okay, thankfully well, not. Oh, you guys do, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he just gets mad at us and it's like, okay. Just leave. <laughs> he, he he likes to do it so he can like, I don't know, like expose us for like not thinking at the moment. But yeah, it's that's funny. insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Kind of reminds me of like one time in track we had to do like 160 burpees, but he didn't tell us that when we'd stop, so we'd have to like continue. And if someone like messed up while saying the number, like we'd have to start all over again. That's that was so. like the worst. It was a Friday. That's so. It was the worst. But I still he's like my favorite. One of my favorite coaches to date, so. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Camp. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Camp. Yeah. All right. Um, what skills or life lessons or, like, moral lessons have you guys learned um, tying back to being an athlete, like, from being exposed to all these things? And how will you use these skills when you join the workforce? I think for me, a big thing is... is um, and this may this is like a pretty obvious thing, but learning how to like work within a team, is a, that's a big part. Um, I had an interview just over Thanksgiving break, and that was something I try to emphasize. Like you know, I can work with the team, I can work with people. You know, um, I'm pretty goal oriented. Um, you know, not just for myself, um, but you know, the people around me. And um, I just know that that was a that was a big hit with the interviewer because <laughs> like you know I, I've always heard that they that employers love athletes for that, and so for me that was. That's a big thing that I've learned, and I've been able to apply in a lot of situations, whether it you know, be on the field or in the classroom or um, just anything, uh, working within a team and being able to communicate and get things done um, has been real big. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, with a lot of sports, especially sports like football, soccer, basketball, where you've only got a select, player or a select number of players on the field, um, I think you can look at those sports almost like in your journey through the college experience as like a microcosm of your actual career. You know what I mean? So you come in as a freshman, you're a newbie, um, you know, you have uh, like menial tasks assigned to you, whether it's carrying gear or whatnot, um, and you're, you know, low man on the totem pole, so to speak. Um, and then, you know, you have to establish yourself, like Tyler mentioned, uh, find out how to work with the, the dynamic of your team, and then year after year you rise up um hopefully get a bit more playing time and um you know and then at the end just like in your career there are prospects for moving up the ladder um and uh, hopefully getting like a leadership position or or just like um uh, a bigger role on the team so i think uh, i think that can be one in terms of like the lessons in terms of like patience that you learn from that and uh, just knowing your place and uh, knowing how to get through the struggle as well as, um, yeah, just like, like Tyler mentioned, being part of a team, it's really important. And I think it's already been kind of talked about just work ethic really, um, it's just a really big thing. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of simple as that. Yeah. Definitely. It's self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you guys have like, I'm just curious, um, connections with like job opportunities and like internships, like through um, your like team members, knowing people and so on? Um, are um, there workshops for these type of things? I know. Well, right now our coach is setting up like with juniors and sophomores, like he's contacting alumni and like he um, did a questionnaire of like what like fields like we're interested in. So he's trying to connect us with like a rowing alumni in our area and like as like a mentor. So I thought that's that's very neat of him to um, do that for us. And then also um, I know for like all women athletes, there's the trustees council pen women and um so a few weeks ago they had a um i don't even know they just had a, a bunch of women who have been very successful like in different fields like come and talk to us and like um just talk about the importance of like being a student athlete and like how like that'll apply like and really get you places like in life and yeah and you can like network with them after so yeah i think it's they've had a lot of great opportunities um <coughs> for being athlete yeah i've had we've had some of the same stuff on the football team as maggie and the rowing team um we've had like you know meetings or like these events where you know alumni whether they were football players or women's basketball players or track athletes they'd come in and talk to us um and just let us know how important it is to just, like show your face around people um just say hi like you know introduce yourself to everyone um regardless of you know who they are or they're standing within the company um, and that was something that I didn't know. I, did, I had no clue about coming into college. You know, I, th I was like, okay, if I come in, have a good GPA and a pen degree, I'll be fine. But it's like, you don't realize how important that that face to face interaction is. Um, so that's that's one way that alumni, I know specifically for me, have came in and really um, provided some good advice. Yeah, nothing too much to add there. Um, I remember with the soccer team, we'd get like emails every couple of weeks about just like any alumni uh related internship job opportunities um so yeah it's nice it's an extra benefit how was the adjustment period um when you first came to campus like adjusting as a freshman athlete workload whatever um it was very hard but um it was i think not the um like, because I've, like, always, like, had practice and, like, had to balance, like, school and, um, like, a practice schedule, I don't think the scheduling part was hard, just, like, it's, like, everything was, like, turned up a notch, like, you know, like, intensity-wise, but, like, having the team was just, like, because I think everyone, like, obviously has an adjustment period going to freshman year, but, like, having that adjustment period and then also, like, having just, like, a group of, like, 30 girls who, like, have gone through it, too, to, like, tell you it's gonna be okay and, like, tell, like, he'll give you, like, resources and help you just, like, made it a lot easier so like it may have been a slightly harder adjustment period than other people but like there was just like a like a great like support system with it yeah there was two the two big problems for me coming in um surprisingly didn't include athletics because you know that kind of came easy to me just I mean just playing football your whole life and I'm sure as y'all took in a test just playing that sport for your whole life coming into college you know everything's a little faster but um, the actual sport itself doesn't really change too much. Um, but, yeah, so the, the two biggest changes for me were um, getting up here and the workload, like, you know, with the school. Like, I went to school in a small town in Texas. And not to talk bad about my high school, but it, it, was, it, was, it, was, a, it was a shock coming in here. Um, it, it was tough, you know, getting adjusted. Um, and then, actually, the biggest thing for me was the weather. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Texas, and so it's, 
it's warm down there. It's yeah. warm down there, you know, 11 months of the year. And so coming up here and seeing snow, more than, you know, getting more than an inch of snow every three years, it was crazy to me. And that was tough because I, I had no idea snow boots existed. Like, I didn't, I don't know if people actually wore those. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought that was just in movies or something, but yeah. yeah. I'd so never was... seen snow until last year. And really? tell them where you're from. Oh, I'm from California, so mm. that mm. was Lucky. amazing. But yeah. 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 No, Eric and Makes I are, are used to snow. I'm from Massachusetts and New York. Yeah. yeah. Not even the cool part of New York, upstate New York. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's Corn- even crazier. Cornell. Yeah. Like 45 minutes from Cornell. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. oh wow. No joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Shade. Yeah. No, we lo- I actually I love I like having all three seasons. I say that now, but then when it's like, oh, it was twelve degrees on Thanksgiving. Mm. But oh. because we're so used to it, after, yeah. like, dinner, my family and I, like, walked around the neighborhood, just, like, burn off the calories before we, like, <laughs> feasted on dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, we were chilling, so. <laughs> All right. So my producer wanted me to ask this question. She's always wondered how student athletes feel about going to school where um, athletes are not necessarily, like, athletics are not necessarily the primary focus. Can you guys elaborate i know you guys aren't you don't speak for like all of the athletes at penn but just give your personal experiences i think for me um like rowing isn't like a very popular sport so it's not like even if i did go to a big rowing school it wouldn't like it wouldn't be like oh like wow like there's like the star rower like you know (laughs) like no one really cares so like it doesn't really like make a difference on that aspect but um i think going to a school where, like, sports aren't the primary um, focus, it's, like, nice because the coaches, like, it's not, like, oh, we'll skip class and, like, come to practice. It's, like, they're, like, very accommodating to that. And, like, Mm -hmm. so that's very helpful. Like, because I, like, a lot of my, like, friends who row other places, that's, like, not the case. And, like, they're, like, oh, just practice for seven hours and, like, do your homework another time, I guess. Like, it's, like, very – the coaches, like, understand it, which is very nice. Yeah, I agree agree with Maggie completely. Um, I think, you know, football and rowing might be, they're, like, a little bit different situations in terms of, like, um, commonality, I guess, you know, in in college sports, you could say. Um, but, yeah, at Penn, it's not, it's not like, um, it's not like you're going to OU or, like, you know, Syracuse or UT, like you said. Um, you just kind of do your sport, you know, you play your sport, you get get done what you need to get done. Um and I'm not gonna. I wouldn't say it's nice because I mean, obviously, I think everyone. It'd be cool to be like, oh, like they're so and so, having people recognize you. But um, it's cool to just be like, I don't know, like um, for I, for lack of a better word, like at the same, I don't know, at the same like, um, I don't know, I guess maybe at the same level. Because I think at those big schools, you, people kind of put these athletes on a pedestal, um, and so it's nice to just be able to, you know, do your, you know, do your thing, live life and play your sport, you know, without these added pressures of, you know, huge fan bases or, or, you know, what have you. Yeah. Like in a similar vein, I think, uh, you do get both sides of the coin, like at those bigger schools. Um, yeah, you know, it's sweet to be, um, recognized and, you know, you have thousands and thousands of people going to your events, but, um, you know, on the other hand here, like since that's not really the case, Everyone, even though you're an athlete and you're dedicating so much time to your craft, everyone and, like, all the students know and recognize <clears throat> that you're still really, like, multidimensional, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I feel like at 
at big schools, um, you could be looked at as strictly being an athlete and nothing else. You're here for sports and that's it. Um, whereas here, there's definitely an opportunity, um, big opportunity to like get involved with other groups and and find yourself in other friend groups outside of just those associated with sports. So that's nice. Awesome. She also, she had two questions for you guys. Um, wanted to know, do you feel like people treat you differently because of there's like a stereotype that athletes aren't as like academically competitive as non-athletes? I think for um, like the Ivy League, it's just, it's just a, there's a way higher standard. Like a lot of schools, like it's like, oh, like we can like make something happen for you. But it's like, if you aren't at the level, they're like, we literally can't do anything for you. Mm -hmm. So I think because everyone like had to be at a certain level, like, I mean, I think I, I wouldn't have been able to get in without like sports, but like, I'm like competent enough. Like, you know, like it's not like they're like, <laughs> you're intelligent. Like, we we had um Spanish together. That's how we met, and so on. So yeah. But there's there's just like some pe like stories where it's like, you know, they like, I don't even go so far their way to get people into like college. But I think everyone who's an athlete here has like worked hard and like has like good grades. So like just and then like just athletics sets them apart like slightly on the application. So um I don't like feel a stigma when like people are like oh there's an athlete in my class like I wouldn't say like it's like the athlete part like that are like, oh, like, she's not as smart. It would probably be more the things I say that they'd be like, <laughs> not as smart. That's, I, but I wouldn't, I don't think people, like, like, look at you and, like, immediately think that. I Because they're, like, the athletes in my class are sometimes the smartest people, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's kind of, she kind of, yeah, just, like, hit it on, you know, hit, hit the nail on the head. Um, I don't feel there's really any negative feelings towards athletes, you know. I'm, I'm sure there may be some outliers, you know, but for the general, um, in general, uh, I, I don't feel that from my fellow students. You know, I think um, everyone's pretty respectful and, and they understand that, you know, you got into Pan and you're here for a reason. You know, you're not here because you're an athlete. You're here because you're a student first and then you're an athlete. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I just I don't think that's really a, a problem, you know, on Penn's campus. Yeah, I can kind of talk about it from a, a unique perspective, um, like being on the soccer team last year and having the the blue water bottle on my desk, and then mm -hmm. this year not having that. Yeah. Um, I really haven't felt any type of like uh, like stigma or anything differently uh, towards me or how people view me either way, um, either year. And so, no, I, I don't think there's uh, there's too much prejudice there. All right. And can you like expand on that? Because Eric, when I first asked him, he said yes. And then he was like, I don't know if you would want me because um, I left the team and I'm focusing on like more other things. And I was like, no, of course I want you because that's a unique perspective and something people need to hear. So can you explain why you decided to um, not continue with soccer this year? Yeah, and, sure. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, so my situation's a little unique from maybe uh, Tyler or Maggie's in that um, there wasn't a goalkeeper uh, on the soccer team recruited for my class. And so um, I would say that I'm here mostly, like, uh, like for school. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, like, a student first. Um, and so, like, once I got in, like, I knew I'd have a spot on the team. But, um, you know, I knew that this was the, my top choice for a school. Um, 
so I didn't really look at it too much for sports um, other than looking forward to playing if I got in. Um, and so, but like I said, like being a part of a team is, is a super unique, one of a kind experience. And I really enjoyed it and met uh, a lot of great people through playing. Um, but yeah, ultimately just like, I just felt like, you know, you only get four years here and like we've kind of touched on, you know, it's not, it's not just an activity. It's not an extracurricular being an athlete. It's a lifestyle and, um, you know, you do, and it has a lot of benefits, but you do miss out on, um, a lot of, or you can anyways, miss out on a lot of other things, whether it's just chilling and like, um, having more free time to kind of relax or like club opportunities, going on trips with different groups, et cetera. Um, and so I just thought long-term with my interest that, that, uh, it would be better to step away going into sophomore year. And, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, but, um, definitely the thing, like, I would most stress is with being an athlete versus not is like the structure really helps. Um, it's been, it's been difficult, like keeping a handle on my own time and like making sure that I stay productive and, and, uh, you know, am on top of my game. So it's hard to manage your time while, uh, while you're an athlete and you have practice every day. Um, but you know, on, on the other end, it's difficult to do that when you don't have it and you don't have a coach watching over you and making sure you're, doing what you're supposed to be doing thank you for sharing i know there's like a pen wellness initiative going on so how does that translate to athletes on campus um i know there's been a big um there's been a big movement to have more i don't know what it is well caps is trying to do can you explain what CAPS is? Uh, counseling and Psychological Services. Mm-hmm. They're trying to um, make sure student-athletes are, like, not feeling too much pressure and, like, balancing things. I know I'm not exactly sure what's been implemented, but I know it's been a big movement. Like, um, I'm in SAC. It's a student-athlete advisory committee. There's just two reps from, like, every team who, like, meet up um, twice a month. And um, we've just been talking about ways to um, make sure everyone's feeling good and, like, has, like, the resources and knows – where that is so that's been I think that's been good and like everyone feels more like comfortable like talking about like their mental health like and like asking for help and if they like are stressed out and I I think on my team like people have been like a lot more open like to like that and so that's been cool this year yeah it's kind of piggyback off of that we've had um before the season they had us all meet with um I I don't know their official title, but they worked they worked with Caps and they were basically just doing like a is it a psychiatrist like or type of yeah yes okay. yeah something like that okay. and they were just basically um, sat us down like each one of us sat us down after we had like got our physical for the you know to do physical activities um, and did it was like a almost like a mental health check they were just like how's everything going like do you, how stressed do you feel on a given day and um, at the at the time, you know, we were like, oh, "What do we have to do this? Like, we just want to go eat lunch. Or we want, we want, we want to go eat dinner. You know, we want to get out of here." But in hindsight, it was good because it lets you know that they care about us. They care about you know um, how we're doing mentally. Because I think, uh, well, thankfully, I'm blessed to not have had to experience that yet. Um, you know, being really stressed out or um, even you know being depressed. You know, um, because of you know the lack of time that you know that you have with with sports or, I mean, just college in general, everyone, you know, everyone experience it, experiences it, athlete or not, you know. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've had teammates, you know, go through that. And so um, it's just nice to know that people recognize that and they want to help us um, and help those, you know, people out there that 
are going through that. Yeah, it's really important and good. I think uh, what Penn's doing, like making sure there is that third party in place that uh, that athletes and non-athletes alike, um, but particularly athletes, are able to go to like with any problems that they're having because it can be, and you know, the and you do want, I guess, the first resource to be like your teammates, uh, like a peer network, and go to them if you have any any issues like that. Um, but you know, like oftentimes that can be stressful or. Um, you know, there can be stigma associated with that. And so just like having a non-judgmental, I guess, um, third party that you can go to is, is I think really important. Awesome. So, um, wrapping up, can each of you go around and give a word of advice, um, for athletes who are high school or like college athletes when it comes to navigating, this microcosm of campus life? Hmm. Um, i just say, like, it's going to be hard, but, like, I think pushing through the hardness and just, like, it's, like, makes, it's, like, so worth it. Just, like, I love being an athlete, like, at school, and, like, it, the hard times, like, make you appreciate, like, the good times more, and just, like, don't, like, give up because, like, it might be hard because it is a hard adjustment, and, like, it's hard to, like, get yourself to, like, being a D1 athlete. Um, but it's, like, very worth it. I don't know. Yeah, like Maggie said, just push through it, you know. Um, it's going to be tough. You're going you're gonna to have those nights where you're going to be up, you know, pretty late doing it, you know, writing a paper or studying for an exam because, you know, practice ran late. But, um, you know, you've, you've got four years here. I think, like, you know, uh, like Eric said earlier, you've got four years. you got to make the most of it. And so um, – just enjoy your, I'd say enjoy your time, um, prioritize your schedule, you know, you know, with your sport, you know, focus on that, but also you got to realize you're here for school first, um, so you've got to put time into that, um, and just enjoy yourself, you know, if you have a weekend where you, you don't have any homework, you know what I'm saying, go out and hang out with friends, or mm-hmm. go to Allegro's, you know, at, at 11, 11 p.m., go eat some <laughs> pizza, you know, just, um, just have fun, because, you know, I think that's what, that's the goal for college, is to learn, and have fun, and um so yeah i'd say go out and do that yeah both really good pieces of advice um i would just add as as uh you're going through this process just really take time to evaluate um like sit down reflect with yourself and really just like know yourself and um try to remove yourself from like any pressure you might have friends or classmates around you who are committing to colleges and and that maybe might make you feel left out or like um, drive you to, to do that, but, um, you know, you're not going to be successful if you don't absolutely love what you're doing, and so if you're doing it for any other reason than that is what you want to do 100% with your heart, um, then, then you're not going to enjoy it, and you're not going to be successful, so if that is what you want to do, then, you know, give it, give it all your effort and dedicate your time to doing that, and you can 100% do it. All right. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming in on this lovely Saturday. Well, it's kind of cloudy, but yeah. Still lovely. Uh, still lovely. Av- average Philly day. Yeah. Um, average Philly day. I actually thought, like, the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, It's the title itself is a joke because it rains so, so much. So misleading, yeah. And when I, it rains, it pours. It, it doesn't sprinkle. Yeah. Oh, no. It pours. It yeah. pours. And, like, Penn's campus, like there will be like a river after the bridge Uh (laughs) and watching people who are like in sneakers. I feel so bad, but yeah. Um, I hope you have a lovely day.
peace and love. We would like to thank Emily Rush for sound engineering this episode and Kelly Writers House for giving us the Ruckler Studio. Thank you.